nobody listen to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today is Monday, April 26th, and we have a special third edition of Beer with a Buddy on this episode. Today we have my cousin, Brian Summerall. He is going to be our Beer with a Buddy today. All right, let's do it. Let's go. All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, good to have you back this week. Steve-O, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How are you doing, man? Not too bad. Excited for this week's episode. Excited to have your uh, cousin Brian on the show. Brian, how are you, man? Good. How are you guys doing, man? Good. Excited for doing the good. third edition of Beer with a Buddy. So, uh, Steve-O, tell me a little bit about your cousin. Uh, this is my cousin. All right, that's enough. His name is Brian. No, enough said. That's all I needed. Uh, yeah, first cousin, blood-related. Can't tell. That's pretty fun. Um, where are you from again? Wyoming. Oh shit, Wyoming. He's from Wyoming. Lives nice. in America. Um, he is my closest aged cousin. There's actually not. I think I only have like three male cousins on either side total. I think it's three, and one of them is like fifteen years older than me. One of them is like fifteen years younger than me, and then there's Brian, who and is I'm what five ten, years, ten years, five years older. Oh. He looks 10 years older than me. Just shut up, dude. But he is only five years older than me, apparently. So He's lying. I look way better twins. than you, and you know it. We yeah, we do look a little bit alike, especially with the ones that we have beards. Because um, we have amazing beards. Yeah, I think yours would... I'd have to give you the, the head out on that one, though. Your beard is stupid thick. It's amazing. Um, I you, don't have any on my head, though. Just, hey, so that's the problem. Uh, but you did... <laughs> lose it on the yeah. top before I did. Yeah, well, I mean, you still have hair on top of your head. Yes. I uh, did not. I lost mine when I was 20, which was a fun experience when you're in your 20s and you're trying to pick up girls on a river and everyone goes, oh, look, you don't have any hair. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you should have played the chemo card. <laughs> oh, That's because I'm a, I just one. got through chemo, you bitch. <laughs> that would, be, <laughs> so, that would um, be savage to pull that. Wouldn't it? Oh, dude, dude, I'm telling you, like if I had bald head, I would definitely play the chemo card every once in a while just to watch people to just melt on the inside. Oh, if I could get pregnant, I would. I begged Renee over and over again when she was pregnant and she'd have like the random person come up and touch her stomach that, that no one knows. Or they'd be like, so when are you due? I, I begged her to be like just dead straight looking in the eye and go, what are you talking about? Right. I'm not pregnant. When she's like eight months pregnant. Right. And then what? just just watch them Melt. completely destroy themselves inside their body. Because you know it like, would oh my instantly. God. Oh, yeah. It would instantly. Like you told someone you had chemo and they're <sighs> like, what's up, Chrome Dome? And you're like, uh, just getting out of chemo, man. <laughs> yeah. And like just watch their eyes. You can uh, see the life drain from their face. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. I'm telling you, I so guarantee amazing. if I ever tried that. I would, I would be the one guy who's like, oh, no way. I've been in remission for five years. Like, what do you have? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> oh, shit. That is why uh, I, I would never extra try strategy. that. Extra strategy. Uh, What's that, honey? What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I got to go. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, Shig, do anything uh, interesting this week at all? Besides suck at school and all that? No. I've been packing <laughs> up a house, trying to sell a house. Jesus, thanks. Failing at getting a house in California. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care about school at all. I have all these group projects and all these kids hitting me up. And I just, like, I keep telling them, like, I'm checked out. I don't care. You can roast me on peer evals. I'm contributing nothing. I have two weeks left. <laughs> Leave me alone. So I'm not going to help you. Yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Nice. So how was your week? Uh, my week was fantastic. Uh, you remember, so for those of you that listened to the last episode, we did it a little early because I went on our first two-day camping trip with my kids. And uh, that actually went really well. Went very smooth. They want to go to four days, which is, that seems a little bit, extreme i don't know if we're ready for that yet at their age but um it was a lot of fun man we uh everything went really good slept well weather stayed good we did however on the last night have a bit of an event um we started hearing some like rustling and leaves and movement and uh the woods a little bit so it was like right before me and renee were gonna go to sleep kids were already in sleep in the tent i get the flashlight out i kind of track it down and it's a tiny little armadillo no big deal kind of walks back into the wall into the woods and then at about so we go to sleep it's probably around 10 o'clock at night i can't get my stuff oh, there it goes and then so it's like 10 and i got my um we got we got in bed i think around so then about whatever 12 30 renee wakes me back up because there's now rustling again but it's really loud and it's like right next to the tent and where we stayed was like a like an actual state park so that had like one of those big cement um picnic table deals like the benches and everything. You know what I'm talking about? The cement ones. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's where like all of our food and like everything, we just kind of put it up there. So we heard, man, I heard like the chip bag wrestling, like everything, but it's super loud. Please so tell the, me it was raccoons. Yeah. I was like, God dang it. So I get, it's cold as hell. For, it's like 40 Wait. degrees. Oh my, 40? Us. Yeah. That's Whoa. cold for us. Calm down. Yeah. I have like water for blood. Okay? I was about to say, make sure you had your parka. Yeah. I don't want you to get a little chilly. <laughs> so Jeez. I... Put put my shoes on and put my my jacket. Did you thing have a snow on. packs? Get some snow packs because you never know. I don't know what those are. <laughs> what is that? Snow packs, big thick boots that you use. Oh no, I had like um, eight hundred milligram insulations. Trail running shoes. Um, so I get out there with my little twenty two that has mm. a light on it, and but I didn't Tactical. know. I knew it was gonna be like it, kind of loud, and so I and there's a lot of RVs that were around us <laughs> on the other side of the woods, so I didn't shoot. But yes, it was a huge, huge trash panda sitting right there <laughs> on the table. And then so I stood up, put a light on him, and he ran off into the woods thinking, all right, I almost shot him, but I didn't because I care for nature. And then he comes. So then I go to sleep, and apparently he came back around like 5 in the morning. I was dead to the world. Renee tried to wake me up. I didn't wake up. Didn't hear anything. Well, you're great in a crisis. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently... I've got my wife. I'm good. <laughs> so this is equal opportunity. Okay. Right. I'm not, I'm not sexist. Mm, fair enough. Um, so we are sitting there and apparently Renee's one of Renee's like just deep, deep, uh, hate or pet peeves is if you crunch out loud, like if you eat a chip and you crunch it out loud, oh, she like can you hear you from across yeah, the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So apparently this trash panda sat on the table and ate an annoyed Renee Cheetos, one <laughs> Cheeto at a time. 
She said Shut you could up. literally hear. I swear to God, she has it on. She recorded it with her phone. It is like all you hear is like you hear like a rustling, like in a chip bag, and then you hear. <laughs> she just looks out. The raccoon's just giving her the finger while she's eating. Was eating these she did. She looked out there. It was like just light enough, and he's just sitting there on his ass, set up. And she's like, I let. I sat there and watched him for a second in amazement. And she didn't want to open the thing because Bear, the my dog, was new. He was in there. She didn't want to like chase him, bite him, get rabies or some gross thing from the freaking raccoon. So she's sitting there, and again, like he, she said, she watched him for like ten minutes, and she could. He was there for an hour. He ate half of our shit, like an entire bag of Cheetos, an entire bag of Tostitos chips. The little bastard ate everything. I can just see this raccoon just staring down Renee yeah. from the tent, like you said, chick. Just give her the finger, just like you know what. These are really tasty. You're going to hear every uh, single I just, one. I just picture as she pokes her head out, he just like slows down the chomping too. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like watching this? <laughs> Come do something. Right? She's like, what are you going like, to do? I, I poked you like four times. I was like, you recorded it, but then you didn't just throw something at him. I don't know. Turn the light on. Do something. Um, <laughs> just to watch the raccoon violate your oh snacks. Oh God! And he ate the like the best Cheetos ever made, the white the cheddar puffed, ones, the, the puffy ones, the puffed, the oh, new ones. Yeah, those are amazing. Good God, they're good. And he knew it. He knew. Yeah. It. Oh, he knew. <laughs> he went straight for those little shitheads. He's not fat for for no reason. No, he was huge. If it's the same one, <laughs> good God, he was big. Yeah. So that was it. And then we woke up, packed everything up, and went home. It was good. Nice, it was man. a good time. Brian, how long That's are you awesome. in town for? Uh, we're probably leaving Thursday to head back to Wyoming. So we headed down on, uh, last Thursday, went over to Casper, Wyoming to see my dad or my wife's dad. Um, it was his 75th birthday and, uh, celebrated with him. And then we left Friday afternoon and drove all the way to Amarillo, got there, stayed the night, got up, drove here. So it was, uh, nice. It's not terrible drive. It's really not that bad, but, uh, you know, it's fun. It's just long. It is. Especially that New Mexico strip when as soon as you hit Texas and there's just nothing. Yeah. I mean, just flat farmland as far as you can see. And like I can hear a Texan now, but we have hills. We we have hills. No, we don't. No. No, you don't. No. We have no, we do have some mountains. It's the end of the Colorados, but that's in El Paso. Yeah. So. But I'm not even counting those because it's Texas the Co- it's Colorado Rockies. Yeah. Well not they're like, not the big ones. No. No, nope. not not like not like our mountains. No, 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 no. No, we have, you know, fourteen thousand foot peaks. I can't say fourteen, that's a lie. It's thirteen eight. It's the highest point in Wyoming. Granite Peak. And it's right there in my town. We have right, there, right there in Pinedale. Foot peaks here. Do you? Oh, yeah. In Colorado? Yeah, they do. I did my first yeah, one last summer, and uh, I was not but you, prepared for what that was. Don't get me started on Colorado, because all you guys do is come up and invade our national forest. I'm no Coloradan, my friend. So, by no, all he's means, he's a Californian. Bash oh, good, away. good. Yeah, California. I'm not a Californian either. So, what are you? What do you claim? Uh, East Coast kid. Gay. I grew up outside of Boston. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> so, are you a Red Sox fan? Hell no. No, I've been. Uh, okay. I've been Patriots was, fan. No, 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 no. I hate them with a passion. I was born into Chicago fandom because that's my that's where my parents grew up near. And they Not live fair in, enough, they that's live why in Chicago. A San Diego hat. Yeah. That Padre hat. Awesome. I do. Makes sense. I do enjoy the Padres when I lived there. You guys are just busting my balls, teaming up on me over there. I always said a word. <laughs> you guys are the same people. I'm trying to find my package from REI. You're the same people. I had a package that was delivered on, it says it was delivered Saturday, and I don't have it. 
Did someone steal it off your porch? I don't know. I've never had anybody steal one off my porch. Dude, I can't believe people do that. Freaking I bullshit. honestly can't. It's an epidemic like, over here. Like, I had to buy cameras because we have these next door apps, and they show videos, like, all the time of these people. Yeah. Running up. They don't care. They don't even look. They don't care. They just grab it. There's people who will, like, just hop into cars as they turn it on to warm it up in the morning and just drive away. I don't get it. Oh, my God. I, I don't that understand takes it. some balls right like, there. Like, fairly awesome. consistently, like, once a month, which I feel like is a lot in, like, a really pretty nice neighborhood-type area. It's like, what is going on in this world? I don't understand it because I, don't know, I guess I was just raised differently, but <laughs> that's not my thing. And I'm not, therefore not going to go take it. Mm-hmm. But we had a package. Uh, we had a father's day gift that we got my dad and it had like, it was like personalized, right? So it had Jimmy and then it had Jimmy's rocks. And it was like these rocks with all the grandkids names on it and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And someone, someone came and stole it off our property. I'm like, great. I'm sure some 15 year old kid when he opened that was like, Oh man, I thought it was going to be headphones. And then they just threw it in a dumpster. You guarantee it. Oh, yeah. 50% like, of them probably get thrown away. That's what's messed up. Well, the only time I've ever had anything stolen or broken in was my truck, my older truck. And I got in, and it was like everything was just a mess in the inside. Mm-hmm. Like the glove compartment had been emptied. Mm-hmm. And Renee had driven it the day before. So I thought it was her. And I was like, my God, what does she do? What right? A, what a pig. And so the next day I drive, and then like three days later – she said something about how I left her car because we had switched cars that day. How oh, I left her car a mess, and I was like, too, huh? "Well, I didn't do that." And then she's like, "Well, I was like, you did that to my truck." And then she's, I, we said no. And then turns out the only thing that got stolen was I had a huge ashtray full of coins. Mm. And really, I wish they would have just taken the coins, but they took the whole ashtray, <laughs> which is so annoying. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, Good, dude, I don't think there's maybe. <laughs> Maybe not even a hundred pennies in that stupid thing. And it's like, you bastards, why do you just leave the dump it and then put it back in there? Don't take the damn ashtray. Now where do I put my quarters? I love that because that's them I- that's them making sure you knew they stole it. Because they could have taken the coins right. out and you would have never thought anything of it. You'd have been like, Oh, I thought no, I, 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 never thought I had, had coins in here. They wanted to make sure you knew that they stole something from you. That's hilarious. I actually would have been a little bit grateful. I'd be like, Oh, they cleaned it out for me. That's right. awesome. Nailed it. Thank you. I had so many annoying pennies in there. I didn't want them. I've been lucky. I've never had anything stolen out of my truck. The only thing I ever had stolen out of my truck was stolen by, and I know who did it. I came home on leave when I was in the Air Force, and the guy I had watching my truck, like I gave him the keys, just like if something had to be moved or just something random, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I found out later when I came back, he had, because that was that uh, 04 Hemi that I had. It was a straight pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found out he was driving that around constantly, like while I was on on leave. Like what he, a douche. Yeah. And then I was back in the day, right, when you had all the CDs, right? So I had those the big yeah. albums, right? Oh, I had yeah. two of them just completely full of CDs. And I came back and the day I came back, he called me and was like, uh, just to let you know, man, someone broke into your truck and stole all your CDs. And I'm like, they didn't steal anything else. Just my CDs. Huh? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how'd they break into your, into my truck if it was locked? And he goes, uh, well, I was at a gas station. I was filling up. I walked inside. They just jumped in and grabbed him and took off. And I was like, all right. So I went to my first sergeant. I was like, yo, first sergeant, pretty sure this dude stole my CDs. <laughs> and they went into his room and got them because they were laying God. on his bed. <laughs> I love military kids. They're so dumb. Military kids are dumb. Yes. I, I don't know how they got so far in life. Did I remember, they get far, though? Well, they got to basic, and that's 18 years at least that you made it in life that you didn't <laughs> die. Yeah. That's a great point. 
It's not like getting through yeah. basic is, is the pro- It's like, how did you manage to even get through yeah. 18 years of life? Yeah. How, exactly. did you get, how did you get through MEPS? Oh, dude. How'd you pass the ASVAP? Like, I don't know how you two did it, right? Because, I mean, I, I brought a box of crayons for Schick to eat today while we were talking, and I I'm brought you a coloring book. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, in the Air Force, and I know you guys constantly bash us on this show, and no one's here. My wife's rebuttal. in the Air Force, so that's one of the reasons why I go hard. It's, I it's told him, I was like, it's season. never going to stop. No, it's, it's fine. You guys go ahead, and yeah. you know, you guys eat your crayons. We make fun of the, of the Air Force because... Make fun of the smart kids. They're worthless. Well, and then that's also... That's what happens all the time. Uh, we make fun of... And then to make fun of his wife, but then also we give her, Renee a hard time for... Hating the show? Hey, God, she hates the show. Dude, I can't believe it, dude, when you came in here. She's just angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> angry all the time about this show. Every time. Steve-O, we Stupid. should have a show where we just chew Cheetos as slowly as we can. <laughs> God, I love that idea. That's a whole segment, like a 20-minute segment. Well, it's got to be when we invite the wives onto the show. So when we have Renee and Eve on the show, yes. that'll be when we do it. We're like, And the next segment do you is going to be... Guess what chip I'm chewing, and we'll just do right. that as Do you think as Renee would even get on this show? I mean, she hates it so much, dude. No, she'll come on. We'll, we'll trick. We can get her on, and then we're not. But we can't tell her we're gonna do that. But then, yes, it'll, the greatest part is that <laughs> while you chew, because we can all hear each other's voices inside right. the headset, it'll be even more intense. Just like a, we won't even say anything. Like while everyone else is talking, I'll just start eating Cheetos really slowly, or just have Shit <laughs> just lift up a bag and just. <laughs> Just open him up <laughs> and just like cross his legs Whoa. and just one chip at a time. She'll leave. She'll leave. <laughs> she doesn't no, listen. She'll, she doesn't she'll listen, probably right? break your equipment. No, not often. Okay, good. So we didn't just It'll give be, it This away. will be like the one she hears and then it ruins the whole freaking joke. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> all right. So now we have, since it is beer with a buddy, we have uh, Brian... Samaral, thank you. Here to talk to us about his profession, because Brian Summerall has uh, do that again. I didn't see it. Brian, um, what'd you just hold up? What was the time? Twenty ish. Okay, so Brian is a fly fishing guide in Wyoming in. In Pinedale. I okay. work for Two Rivers Fishing Company. So you say it is Pinedale? Yep. The, okay. the actual company is out of Pinedale, right? I mean, I live 30 miles from Pinedale in the Upper Green, which is Cora, Wyoming. Right, right, right. Which is a population of like 276 people. So big city. Thriving metropolis yes. of Cora. But yeah, I work out of Pinedale. And uh, the Two Rivers Fishing Company there, you know, you got Chris Haynes, who's our shop manager. Eric Orms, our guide manager. And Josh Hatton, he owns the shop along with Eric and... Um, but yeah, man, uh, I love it. Uh, I worked in the oil field for 14 years after I got out of the military. Woo. I was a wireline, wireline engineer. I loved it. Loved it. I, I was good at what I did. Made a lot of money. And then in April, when the whole COVID crap came down. Last April. Last April. Yeah. yeah. Last April. When all the COVID crap came down, I <clears throat> lost my job. That's <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks, Steven. <laughs> That was, oh <laughs> it up. Thanks for the sympathy. Oh, was, <laughs> oh my gosh. That was the most perfect time. And I did it on accident. I was trying to oh rub my. this thing off of the soundboard oh and I hit it on accident. Thanks, man. I feel wonderful. I feel the love in the room. Thank you. God, that was good. Thanks for my misfortune. I could I couldn't do that twice if I tried. No, you could not. Damn it. That was good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's but, got me yeah, crying over here, dude. 
I can't believe you did that to me. I uh, didn't do it on purpose, but sure you didn't. I'm not. I don't regret it yeah. at all. Obviously, you were so entertained by my story that you were messing around with the soundboard. Ah, it's so, so dirty. I'm trying to. Ah, yeah, it's killing stop. me. OCD. But yeah, I, uh, it, <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought. Thanks. But yeah, April, I lost my job. I closed mm-hmm. the door, shut the whole company down. I didn't have an option really. And <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Wait, Brian, was that was that because yeah. of COVID or was that because they were just well, it was a little bit of both, right? So COVID or laws or what? So it was almost like the perfect storm. So you had Saudi and Russia gotten this giant piss yep. and match about who could get the lowest price oil, all that stuff, and that really drove oil down. And then COVID hit. And nobody was driving. Mm-hmm. No one was and going the anywhere. Went down. Right, and supply was still through the roof. So all these refineries just had a surplus of oil. That's when oil hit like negative thirty six dollars a yeah. barrel. Do you guys remember? First that? time ever. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so when all that kind of hit, all these oil companies were just hemorrhaging money. And so they lay, they laid us, or they didn't lay us off. They shut the doors. They shut everything down. And so, jeez, I grew up in Pine Dell. Like, yeah, we have uh, twenty acres on the Green River. Um, I grew up fly fishing. I've been fly fishing since I was eight years old. And, uh, you know, what does a, what does a middle-aged man do when he falls on hard times? He moves home with his parents. Yeah. Go back yeah. to mommy. Yeah. Go back mom and dad. And, uh, so I went home, but, uh, I had an in with uh, two rivers fishing company and I got with them, bought me a boat and, uh, got, got rigged up and been doing fishing guiding. And it is amazing. Dude, I love sweet. it. It's like my dream job. It is so much fun. And so today on beer with a buddy, I wanted to just throw out some general fishing guide tips from a guide to people who are looking to maybe get a trip, who are going to go on a trip. Uh, if you're experienced fly fisherman, if you're a newbie, if you've never done it, like, you know, things to bring, things to do, things not to do. And I've got some pretty good stories um, about some clients I take. But uh, <clears throat> so to get into it, number one, general things that you need to know about being on a guide or a guided trip Um if you're brand new to fly fishing, it doesn't matter. You don't have to bring anything. Just bring yourself. I have all the equipment. I have rods. I have flies. I have tippets. I have a boat. I've got, I have everything that you could ever want and need on a fishing trip to catch fish to have a great time, right? We supply lunches. We supply drinks. I mean, if there's anything, and when you book, when you call, and they'll ask you, is there anything special that you would like in the boat? You know, you can put it in there and I mean, then I go buy it. It's not like the shop buys it. I go do it just to make our clients happier, right? Because that's all you're trying to do. Have you ever got anything weird? No. Weird no. request yet? Diet Coke. That's about as the weirdest <laughs> I've got. That's boring. Moving with, with, on. That's boring right, as hell. I know. Okay. Well, that's, uh, yeah. But so like. When uh, I come in, uh, in July, I would like some meth. <laughs> and I would coke. also like some porno mags. Porno mags? Mm-hmm. Some nudie magazines. Fair enough. Yeah. With uh, meth. With meth. Yes. Do you have the pipe to smoke it or you want me to bring that as well? Uh, you bring yours too. Okay. Fair Just enough. Just in case. Good. Okay. As long as that's settled. So like the rods, um, I don't, I personally don't have crap equipment. Um, I've got thousand dollar rods. Do some other guides do that? No. No. Because I've never been with a guy that had like absolute garbage. No. But I'm, I do, I've met some that had some very well used rods. Well, I mean that's. For certain people. Right. And that's. So none of the guys that we have that I know of don't have crap equipment, right? Because yeah. you don't want to take somebody who is an experienced fly fisherman out and they're like, oh, this this is this is the rod you use? Yeah. Awesome. 
<laughs> no, and so should have brought my own rods. Exactly. Jeez. Right. Maybe next time I will, or maybe next time I'll book with somebody else. You piece of crap. Obviously, I need to tip well because you are poor, sir. Exactly. And that's you know I have some thousand dollar rods that I use. I've got some five hundred dollar rods that I use, and you know I've uh, I've got a pro deal through these these guys named Moonshine. They're a small batch uh, fly rod company. Dude, these yeah. guys are amazing with their warranties and everything. Because I have clients break rods that they don't know exactly what they're doing. I had a lady two hands set a 23 inch brown, like grabbed the rod in my both hands, had the line cramped in her fingers, and just cranked this fish. Yeah. And he, like she was fishing for bass. Yeah, that's what you do in bass with conventional fishing. Yeah, and this this bass or this bass, this brown shot underneath the boat. And when it shot underneath the boat, I'm looking up from the rower seat and I can see my rod tip is down underneath the boat. And I'm just screaming, easy, easy. And the time I got that second easy out, my rod goes and just exploded. Now, hold, this is the best part though. So then the, her, her husband who had already told me many times, he had quite a bit of money and Mm, he goes, he looks at me and he goes, she didn't do anything wrong. And I beg to differ, sir. Um, <laughs> she could have let that fish run, you know, giving him some some slack. And then he looked at me and goes, well, it's just a crap rod. And I was like, sir, that's a $500 rod. He goes, what's well, the shop rods anyway? It's not yours. You know, it doesn't come out of your pocket. And I was like, no, sir, that, that's my rod. Like, I pay for that. And the one really put the icing on the cake, though, and just really, really had my, my emotions calm down and, you know, just get me back on the water was he goes, would you like to use your rod, honey? And then pulled out a custom built Orvis rod, and I'm like, "Why didn't? Why weren't you using that to begin with?" Mm-hmm. And then, and then they went on to proceed to have just a fantastic day of catching twenties, twenty three inch, twenty four inch rainbows. Just slaughtered the fish. If there was any day that I didn't want that to happen, it was that day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Do you, I mean, do you at least have like a tier? Like if there's someone who's like, I've never done this. You're like, I'm not putting my pristine rods out there. Like with, no. with these. No, because I always ha- bring it. your a game. I always bring my rods. Nice. I'll always bring it because you never know, man. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're these people. And that's like my number two thing was always like bring a good attitude. Right. And I'll, I'll say this right up front. 98% of the people I take out are just fantastic people. They are, they're in a great mood. They're out there to have fun. They're on their vacations. They're out there to have fun. It's a great day. Yeah. Usually, you know, you're the banter's back and forth. You know, you're having a great day. And I have rules in my boat that if you catch a 20-inch fish, I have those little one-shooters, right? Like little captain shots or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. And if you catch one, if you catch a 20-inch fish, you get to take a shot, right? And I've had guys like, oh, I don't drink. And no, no, not 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 me. I'm not getting you drunk, man. It's one <laughs> shot. And you'll, I had a guy one time who said, absolutely not. I'm 100% I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, all right, okay, you know, it's just, just, it's just here. And he caught a 20-inch fish, and like two minutes later, he was like, hey, where's that shot? Where's that shot? <laughs> <laughs> Brian just turning uh, alcoholics back to the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what I'm trying to do here, boys. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. And it's just one drink. Just just put <laughs> just, it to your lips. He's just, just come just on. Poke just see how it tastes. He's just sitting there holding it. Aren't you? Oh, I've missed you. <laughs> uh, here you fish you fish i'll just i'm just gonna you have another shot let me just drink, let me just lick another shot right. do you have any more of those in the cooler mm-hmm. but yeah just you know bring a good attitude you know i don't think anything can kill a fishing day but more than someone showing up just already ticked off and like in a crappy mood yeah that see that blows my mind and i've i'm definitely no expert and i've never guided anything um 
uh, other than you at the pond yesterday. Right. Amazing guy, by Amazing job. Amazing. Um, slayed it. But mm-hmm. uh, that half pound, that I half do, pound bass was amazing. It, well, I can't grow the bass. Mm-hmm. So I do think it was, it's amazing though. I, I have taken numerous guided trips with random like, different guides. I've done fly fishing and I've done also uh, bass. And I, it blows my mind talking to those guys on how much they get told what to do or how to fish, right? which blows me away. And then also the ones that are, they do come and they're just angry and they're just like, it's like, dude, what are you doing? One, you paid for this thing. Yeah. 100%. No one forced you to come mm-hmm. here. And then two, I just don't understand. Like if you don't, unless you fish that lake or that body river, the body of water, all day, every day, and all the time, like this guy does. Why would you get on the? Why do you get on the boat and then not listen to your guide or just basically tell him he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about? Right, you're, you're cutting into my number five there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's you think not that's, skip ahead. Steven. You think that's oh, a sorry, dude? Let's get, you think that's a dude thing where they're just like a hundred? Oh, this guy is about to like show me manly things, and I'm just instantly intimidated. So I'm going to be like, yep, super grumpy dude. and pissed off. They're just you have no like idea. So that's it's got to be. Right? I can't think this, of any the, other reason my, why you would spend the money and then go immediately with like this attitude of like, I'm going to flex and not enjoy this to somehow prove. Yeah. F this guy. It's like, it, right. And like, that's my number five, right. Is to be coachable because nothing like I love having women on the boat because they listen to what I tell them to do. Yeah. You know, if I'm like, Hey, you're going too far back on your cast or, you know, let's throw the fly on this side of the boat or that side of the boat. Like I know this side holds fish D- dudes. I can tell you nine million times, dude. You're you're going too far back on your cast. Oh, right, cool. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, no worries, dude. You you flopped another cast because you went too far back. Uh, it's not go back. Just stop at noon. Stop at noon. Stop at noon. Nope, nope. I'm just gonna do what I want to do. Now, women, on the other hand, will listen to you, and that. Yeah, because they don't care. There's no ego there. Yeah, there's no ego. They just want to have fun. They realize maybe they're not as good as they think you know as, as they want to be and they want to improve whereas yeah. a dude in that we're supposed to be manly men doing manly things and by the way you suck at what you do would <laughs> <laughs> you let me tell you what's going on and help you improve i'm not out there to make fun of you man i'm out there to help you help you fish yeah you know and so but yeah just be i'll i'll, I'll scratch that one out since we've been out of order thanks steven it's fine oh, that's cool but yeah, and then no one actually knows there's an order. Actually, you know what? That kind of goes into trust your guide. Mm. That's my number thing is trust, trust what I'm putting on for you. Yeah. I, I know that river. I've been floating it for, and like, I don't just take one or two trips a year. I've got over 60 trips already booked this coming summer. Wow. Yeah. And so I'm on the river every single day and uh, I know what they're hitting. I know what, you know, and so just trust what I put on. If, if we don't get a fish within the first bend of the river, Please don't make me change your fly. Just give it <laughs> some time. Because I don't know how many times that happens. This thing's not working. get people. Yeah. I uh, haven't caught anything yet, Brian. It's two casts in. If I don't get a third cast, I don't know what we're doing here. Right. I, I don't think this flight's working. I don't think it. No, it's just, it's like Novocaine. Give it some time. It will work. I promise. And we'll get big fish, but just give it some time, man. We have a, we have an 18 hour, or not 18 hour, 18 mile float. It's going to take us eight hours to do. We've got plenty of time. Jeez. But yeah, so that's, that's some of it. And uh, we'll go into some boat etiquette. Uh, when you're in a, in a drift boat going down a river, try to keep your weight in the center of the boat. That's the biggest <laughs> thing. As a rower, as someone who's rowing you around, if you're leaning to one side or the other, that boat will rock 
or it'll it'll lean to one side, and then my right oar's not even in the water, and I'm like, center of the boat, guys, center of the boat, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, man, and uh, the another one that people I I, I kind of stress about this as a guide myself is we may not catch a fish, right? As as crappy as that sounds, as much money as you spent, I still can't guarantee that a fish is going to hit. I can do everything in my power. And I've done, I do everything in my power. I'll, I'll, I'll put on every fly that I can think of. I'll put on, you know, I'll go nymphing. I'll go streamer. And, like, if you're able to cast it, I'm going to put it on, and we're going to try to get fish. You know, but there's always that possibility, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like most people get it, right? Most people are just out there, you know, they catch fish, they catch fish. If not, I mean, we're floating down some of the most beautiful country in the planet. Yeah. And I'm not lying when I say that. It is. No, you're not. I've been there, seen it. It is insane. It is amazing. And uh, I mean, you live in Colorado, so you kind of get the the little bit of it. My wife went up north, like to Montana and like up in that area. And she was like, (laughs) Colorado has nothing on this. They're like, this is, this is incredible. Wyoming is beautiful, and I say that because West Wyoming. Wyoming. Wyoming does not exist, so stay out of my state. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it, it actually, just go to East Wyoming. East Wyoming, East Wyoming beautiful. is beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Eastern Wyoming <laughs> is amazing. I-25 corridor. <laughs> Woo! Go up, to corridor. go up to oh, Cheyenne beautiful. and Larimer. You can have a great time. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those are really the best places to go. Yeah, absolutely. And that... that on that not catching a fish thing, I had a story that I had a lady who had uh, a client that I took last year. She had terminal cancer and it, this was like her bucket list, right? Yeah, and it, yeah. was, it was her, her husband, her nephew and his wife. And so we had two boats were floating down and I had the lady in my boat and we're floating down and they were spinner rod fishing. It wasn't all fly fishing and cause she had never done it. She didn't want to try it. So we were like, I, I'm like, great. That's yeah. awesome. We'll, we'll get you a spinner. We'll get you some fish. Right. Dude, all day long. I was trying everything I knew, every different spin bait that I had, every Panther Martin, every crocodile, you name it, man. I was throwing it on there. And no way. Was, and she didn't catch a fish oh. all day. Now her, her husband caught it. at that point and just like. <laughs> oh, dude, I would have paid her money for her to catch a fish. Like I was, I was like praying, like, please, God, let her catch a fish. Like. You just felt terrible, but her husband caught fish, her nephew caught fish, and her and her nephew's wife caught fish. So everyone caught fish, and at the end of the day, we got out of the boat, and I'm like, I was just apologizing up and down, like I was doing everything. Yeah, I could. it sucks. And she was like, "You're a terrible guy." God, <laughs> 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 <But, laughs> I would have quit that day. And she uh, she looked at me and she said, it, I, "She goes, I don't care." She goes, "I got so much joy watching my my husband and my my nephew and his wife catch fish." She's like, "It was so worth it," you know. And she's like, "I'll have that memory." And they'll have this memory. Probably like a year or two. Sure, dude. <laughs> Where's that womp, womp button? Because that was a terrible joke. That's not a joke. That's just a fact of life. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I mean, she, she was, uh, that was probably one of the coolest trips I took, but it was like heartbreaking. Yeah, that sucks. <clears throat> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, yeah, was, like you was, said, the D-bags in that one trip just catch fish all day. Yeah. And then that, that poor yeah. lady can't catch one and you're like, why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just sometimes that day, you know, sometimes sure. the fish are on, sometimes they're not. And that day, I mean, we didn't catch a ton that day, like in, even in between both boats, like we didn't, we didn't catch a ton, but you know, and jeez, then, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So was, uh, uh, has fly was, fishing been your specialty? Has that been like your bread and butter yeah. growing up? Everything you've loved has been in that? 
Yeah, I mean, I started, right? Like, my mom was a big worm fisherman. She would go out and drown worms all day long, and she caught a bunch of fish, and that's how I started fishing was, you know, my mom. Mm -hmm. You know, she taught me how. And then my dad, he was always a spin fisherman. We always go on the boat and go trolling and stuff like that. But then he got into fly fishing. And then I think I was eight, and he was like, I want you to try it. And so I went down because he was doing it. I thought it was cool because everybody else kind of did it. And so I went down and started fly fishing when I was eight. And uh, living directly on the river, I'm not even kidding. It's, I mean, 10 Yeah, you live like, well, up there and because obviously I've been at your house. Um, right. What is it, like 20 feet? Yeah, something like that. Ridiculous. Like literally you can throw yeah. rock off my balcony and, and hit the river. And so yeah, that's every day after school and like in the summer, like after my job and stuff like that, that's all I did, man. I just go down to that river and just start, just start casting. And you get decent at it i mean as growing up i didn't have all the expensive gear i didn't have you know i didn't i had a 25 dollars shakespeare fly rod that you bought from from walmart with about a box of 10 flies darn right and, and that was one of the hard things about starting a guide is I, I had to realize that yeah i can't like these people don't just get to come back the next day mm-hmm. right like whereas i was a kid something didn't work whatever pack it up go home i'll come back the next day they don't have that opportunity, right? right? So therefore you have to try a whole lot harder, right? And figure out exactly what they're hitting on. If they're hitting nymphs that day, if they're hitting dries, chubbies, you know, blueing olives, whatever they're they're going after that day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what yeah, I think it made me a better fisherman, period. You couldn't tell about my casting yesterday, but I am better than I used to be. Um Yeah, your casting was fine. Your setting sucked. <laughs> I'm not used to strip setting for bass. I'm yeah. used to trout setting. Yeah, Brian so yesterday had taken my pond and he's He's telling me the story about how like guys don't listen and they're not, not coachable, <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, you got it. So when you bass and you're bass fishing for with a fly rod, you have to strip sets. It's just a different set. Like you don't raise the rod up. That's how you trout set. You have to just pull the line, and sh- and that's called strip setting. So um, I was like, all right, you gotta. He missed a couple, and I was like, you're gonna have to strip set. Like it's just the way it is. You're gonna have to strip set with the bass. You're not gonna get a good enough. Um, hook they've got bigger jaws it's just a different kind of fish and he's like oh okay yeah that makes sense so then like i watched him i don't know a hundred times and i was like you're still stri- you're not you're not strip setting and he's like well i j- this is all i've ever known and i'm and then it wasn't me it was renee he goes well what was that you said about guys <laughs> yeah. not being coachable and i was yeah. like oh <laughs> sick burn when you last need great. to that hear sucked. it she's there yeah yeah from the peanut from the peanut gallery too <laughs> like from the peanut gallery from the back sitting on a rock with my wife yeah, yeah. weren't even fishing and then you get, i don't know what were you saying about being coachable brian? yeah brian uh doesn't sound like you're listening very well yeah it was super fun oh it just stops yeah, just uh, stops you in your tracks there and you're like damn it it does yes and it, it does <laughs> all right maybe maybe i don't know what i was talking about <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll try to be more coachable steven yeah you should um, weather is another big thing. We're out on the water eight hours a day. I can't control the weather as much as I would love to. I can't. And so we have hailstorms come up, rainstorms. Now I do have rain jackets and stuff like that in my boat for those occasions. But what I get a lot is, wow, like, it's like you, that's kind of cold. Well, it's a little chilly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 40 degrees in the morning and it will be 80 this afternoon. But then by the time we get off the water, it's probably going to be back in the fifties. So dress in layers, as much as it's summertime, it's July, we are still in the Rockies. You'd think the Rockies would be a little more rockier than this. John Denver's full of shit, man. That John Denver. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, one of the big questions I get all the time 
is as we're floating down the river, I'll get. So when do we start rowing back up river to get to your to your your vehicle? You want me to row eighteen miles back up river to get to my truck? You think that's really going to happen? <laughs> well, well, how else is it going? How else are we going to get out of the water? We have shuttles. People come, take my vehicle. It's like a whole business and everything. It is. It is. It's a hundred percent whole business. setup. And they they come, they get in your vehicle, they drive it to the takeout, and it's waiting for you when you get out. And people just that just blows some people's minds. They really, that yeah. blows their mind. Well, they're just like, I don't understand how we're going to get back to your vehicle. I don't understand <laughs> how we're going. And you're like, anxiety sets in. Like, I don't, yeah. don't give me yeah, that 100%. paddle. I'm not paddling back up. Yeah, so, uh, I thought that was actually. Your job. I brought two sets of rows, and you're gonna sit your happy ass down and row us the rest of the way. And the other one's gonna have a drum, and he's gonna beat it, and we're gonna. Yeah. It's all to rhythm, yeah. back up river. Oh. But, but yeah, I uh, I really do love what I do, though. I really do love fly fishing. I love being a guide. I like just people's faces when they when they finally catch that big fish, or they, you know, they finally get, get even casting. You can see it in their face. They just, it clicked and they got it. And they're like, you can just see them light up. I had one guy, he was a lawyer. Um, he was a young guy. He was like 33, 34 years old. I was taking him down and he caught a 14 inch brown. And I was like, oh, it's a cute little brown, you know? And he's like, whoa, whoa, I want my picture. I want my picture. And I was like, well, it's just a, all right, all right you know, hey, it's your fish, 14 inch brown. All right, you have at her, bud. So he takes his, he take his picture and let him go. And then a couple, oh, a couple miles down the river, I got him to a 20 inch brown. And uh, you dude. Dude was out of the boat, like knelt down, like in the water, like just (laughs) had this fish in his hand, just smiling from ear to ear. And he was like, oh my God, dude, this is amazing. He's telling me all the rivers he had floated before this with all these other different guides. And, you know, they just hadn't got into this size of fish. And that's what's great about where we are is we do have some really big fish up there. I mean, 20, I mean, it it wouldn't blow my mind if we pulled a 30, 30 inch fish out. God, like it really would. You know, and God, it's huge. Well, you know, my dad's got that 34 incher on the oh, wall. Yeah. Yeah. 34 inch, 20 pound brown that was caught out of the river. Yeah. I'm not saying where it was caught, but yeah. it was the Green River. We'll put that in general. Okay. And uh, I was about to say where, but yeah. You know, I, I had, say where. I had some clients pull out some 24s, some 28s, you know, and it's. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's amazing. And people just do not understand. We kind of get those kind of fish up there. So it's. No, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. And. The, Other than, like, I mean, I was there when your dad caught that 34. Right, and everyone but thought again, that. I mean, that that's was, a pretty freak fish, fish yeah, I'm not going to lie. Almost a state record. Yeah, so it was almost a state record out of a river. But, yeah. I mean, last year, one of my – we were taking some boats out and just getting them ready for the season, and uh, we were testing motors out and all this stuff, and one of our guides caught a 30-incher, a 30-inch brown just out Jeez. of this hole. And you're just – it was just completely random because he literally said, well, I smell a skunk. And got almost got skunk out of his mouth, and wham, that fish hit, and that was it. And I'm like, he's bringing it up. I'm like, Kyle, that looks like a big fish, man. I'm like, that looks, that looks about thirty. No, that's twenty-four. Uh, Kyle, that's a big fish, man. I, I really think that's a much bigger fish than you're thinking. And he's like, no, no, it's not. So I went to go net it. And when I went to net it, it got about halfway in that net, and then it flopped back out because it was so oh, heavy. God. <laughs> he goes. Okay, maybe 28. And I was like, <laughs> and then when it flopped out that second time, that first time, dude, you saw his eyes. He wasn't, he wasn't panicked until it flopped out that first time. And oh. then he saw how big it was. And then you could see his nerves coming up. 
and you're just like trying to get that fish in. We got it in as soon as I got it in. Get the boat. <laughs> and he was all freaking out on me, but we got it in, man. And he took his picture and he was super happy. It was great. But yeah, to, my wife told me I have to work on my Bob, my Bob Ross voice. Right. What? My Bob Ross, right? You know, remember Bob Ross who did all the paintings, right? How could you oh, yes. It's like the idol right. of Air Force then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was <laughs> He's Air Force. Retired Air he was Force. very intelligent. He was in yeah, for he was a while. Super intelligent. He man. was he really? I had no super idea. Smart. He was retired yeah, Air Force. Super smart. Guy. God. Yeah. So much more makes sense now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> just because his, just his general demeanor. <laughs> yeah. Just, just laid sit back right here on this chair and I'm going to uh, put a bush. Not do I'm just going to put a little bush right there. You tell Happy anyone bush. about that bush, I'm going to cut you. No. I got some family guy, like original, <laughs> original family guy. He did a cameo on that. And I, I remember losing my mind when I saw that. Just going to put a little happy tree. A little happy tree with a sniper behind it. happy trees. But yeah, he, uh, because An airplane he, mechanic. If you get excited, your clients get excited. And then the more excited they oh, get, yeah. they forget what they're doing. And so my whole job is to keep them down and keep them calm. And hey, yeah, it's a giant fish, but hey, let's just calm down just a hair here. We're going to get it in. It's not a big deal, you know? And so I really had to work on me because I get excited when people catch fish. Like, and I'm just like, oh man, that's a big fish. You don't ever for one, you know? <laughs> don't screw this up. For the love of God, don't yeah. screw this up. Yeah, don't put any undue pressure on your clients. <laughs> I know you've only been fly fishing for like three hours ever, but do not screw this up. That is a massive fish. That's oh, the biggest that's, fish I've ever seen. Record. I'm like, oh my God! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had to learn to uh, just kind of calm everything down, even even when they do have a monstrosity on the just line. A happy little big fish. That's just a happy fish right there. Let's just go ahead and get him in the boat here. Oh, just don't bring work. him right over. I'm going to get this little happy net. We're yep. going to net him. Mm-hmm. 100%. You got to keep it calm, man. That's nice. So, do you guys have any questions for me? That's hilarious. First of all, I'm taking that Bob Ross voice. I need I need some more Bob Ross voice in my life, probably in certain circumstances. That's hilarious. I would agree. I think in during sex, oh, you should yeah. Bob Ross give just give narrate it, the Bob narrate Ross. it, Bob Ross. Yeah. Style. Just what give I'm me a little what happy I'm little kiss. I'm about to. No, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm going to touch your little boobies <laughs> and uh, just give you a little high five. Maybe give me a little hug. Okay. Oh, I mean, what a, nice. what a, like a happy accident almost that drove you to being a guide. I mean, do you, do you like kind of, it's hard to obviously predict the future, but you just see yourself riding off into the sunset doing this? I would like to think so yeah. because where we're living now is where I ultimately want to retire and be, nice. you know, on, on our property up there. It's, it's amazing. It's where I want to be. And, you know, I've got to figure something else out to do in the winter. As I say, the only issue that, with where you're at is the seasonal the jobs. season the seasonality of it yeah because i mean we're we're on fire from july until the end of september for guiding you're on fire i mean if you wanted to be you could be on that water every single day sure and but physically like it's it's hard i'm not gonna lie like so much everyone's like oh you get to float the river every day it's a lot of work man yeah you get to row the river every day. yeah i get to row. i don't get to fish but like you know my hands at the you know get me three four weeks in my hands will be when I wake up in the morning are stiff and like got to work them back out. Cause you're just wrapped around oars all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's the one thing I always wish I always grew up thinking I wanted to be a guide and, um, and I just couldn't, um, that was like, after I took a couple of guided trips and I talked to them a little bit, I'm like, so how much do you get to fish? And you just do this all day. You just get to fish for a living. And they're, 
like the more you talk to them, the real, you realize that it's, man, it is a ton of work and you do not get to actually fish a lot uh, yourself. Um, yeah, you're facilitating. You know, yeah, you facilitate and then you got to take care of the boat. You got to take care of all the equipment. So if you, you're if cleaning you roll, it and the hours are so long. Have you rolled fly fishing with Brian? I'd imagine you have. I have not. Oh, you haven't? How the hell no, is that possible? No, no. He didn't have a boat because he, he, so he started like guiding hardcore, um, like is the way he is now, uh, last year. So, cause before he did it every once in a while, but he wasn't, it wasn't like his job. I got you. Cause he was, he yeah. was in the oil field. So he pulled, he did it last year or he's done it for about a year now. So, and I haven't had time to get up there. So I actually have a trip. One of my, towards the end of my, our epic summer trip that we've got planned, that I'll talk about much more as we get, as it gets closer is to fish with him, uh, in Wyoming, uh, in July. So no, yeah, I'm super pumped and I'm going to do literally everything he just said not to do. I'm going to do. God, so, I, God, I hope so. Yeah. I've been taking notes. So for Good. you, Brian, does your company, is it, are they randomly giving people, um, like, are they just doing like hey, down the line as far as guides we have when people charter a trip? I'm assuming obviously by name, if you have repeat customers, they say, Hey, we're coming back. I want Brian. But yeah, are they I just mean, giving it like, hey, down the line, hey, this trip's going to you, and then this trip's going to you, and then... So they, they try to, from what I understand and what I've been told by Chris and all those guys, is they try to keep every guide about the same. You know, you, you, know, you do have by-name requests, and we do get more money for by-name requests because you're bringing customers back to sure. the company. That makes sense. Um, and you, know, you do have more fun with those, I think, with by name requests. Yeah, I think you rapport. have way more fun. Yeah, yeah, you do have rapport with these guys, and mm-hmm. you know you can, you know what they like, you know their sense of humor, and that's you know that's kind of one of the guide things. Like every day you get on the river with someone new, you don't know what you're getting, man. Yeah, you, know, you don't know what kind of what kind of uh, sense of humor they have, or if they want you to talk during the trip. It, it, and I'm a chatty person. I don't know if you've known ever known yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like, to, <laughs> I like to talk. I'm not judging no, at all. Because you're way. the same way. 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so having a by name request and a repeat customer is actually a little bit of a relief because you know what you're getting. Sure. Yeah. And you know what their yeah, skill is. That. You know what they like, all that stuff. And, uh, but yeah, it's, is there some they basically restaurant? try to keep every guide Sorry. the same. Is there no, some, you're good. It's, it's basically some, like restaurant style shyster that goes on though. Like. If you're not in with the hostess, they just like box you out at certain times or is no. it pretty? <laughs> no, pretty no, that, we've, we're, we all get along pretty well. I, I will say that all the guides get along pretty well. We're all kosher with each other, at least, even if we don't like somebody or whatever, which I don't even know about, but probably it's probably me. But, uh, <laughs> 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 oh yeah. It's like when you're the, when, <laughs> what is it when you're in the group and you're like, yeah, I don't. I don't know of anybody in our group that nobody likes and nobody can stand. It's like, that usually means it's you. Yeah, everybody it's probably you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, everybody gets along pretty well. And, you know, they, they call in, they, you know, Chris will answer the phone or whoever's running the desk or whatever. And they'll, they'll say they want a trip for this date. And a lot of it is who's available. Who's sure. who, who even has an open date that day? Um, because most of the guides, like right now, my July is pretty much 100% booked up. I think I have, three dates available. We had a trip cancel. And so I had three dates open up and then my August is already halfway booked. And Jeez. so, and as the summer progresses, as it gets closer and closer and closer, what happens is everyone wants to fish in July because that's when everything just goes on fire, man. We have a great, yeah, Drake, yeah. great Drake hatch. It's insane. The fish just gorge themselves. I mean, you could 
the the day that the light switch comes on because that's what happens you'll float that river for two three days you'll have nothing just dead you can't get a fish to bite and then that morning you go out and you'll see one flying and you're like (gasps) and for those of us that don't know what drake is it's basically a giant mayfly okay big giant gray mayfly i mean they're inch and a half long okay they're huge they're big flies and you'll see one fly, and you're just, oh, oh, oh goody, today's the day. <laughs> and it's you could throw a pop can with a hook on it, and you'll catch something. I mean, they're just going nuts. And then that's it, that's it's that way all the way through July until the Drake – the Drake – Okay. The gray drakes go away. And gotcha. Then, and then you get uh, into chubbies, which are basically like giant foam beetles, and you throw those, and the fish love those as well. And you, like I said, as a guy, every, every year is a little bit different too. And what they're really hitting, what they're really keen in on, if they're keen in on color or size or, you know, I don't want to say texture, but you know, if, if it's foam or if it's actual feathers that they're actually keying in on, but yeah, it's, it's a blast, man. I love it. So if someone, you said you like right now, you've got opening in August, uh, to give you a little plug here, um, what, how does one go about booking a trip with you uh you would go to two rivers fishing.com two rivers fishing.com and you would uh find contact us and you would go to there and the phone number is 307 367 307 367 367 god come on bro right 4131 Where's that Where's wham, 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 wham button when you need it for the production value yeah. of Steve-O's nonsense? There it is. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Oh, my God. You're welcome. All right, can we do that again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they go to tworiversfishing.com. The number is 307-367-4131. And if you wanted to take a fishing trip with me, because I sound like such an interesting guy, you can go ahead and just book me by name request Brian Summerall, and we'll get you on the water and catch you some big, really big fish. 40 inches plus guaranteed. Now you can take that back. That was not me. It may have sounded like me, but that is not me. That was Steven. 40 inches guaranteed or uh, one of Beyond Our Service sponsors will pay for your trip. If you don't catch talk to all of our sponsors. If you don't catch, if you catch fish no fish or the weather's bad, we're gonna you get, get a full refund and or a rain check. That's guaranteed as well. Yeah, complimentary <laughs> of the Beyond Our Service um uh, Whoa, stop right there. Again? Shut your mouth. Don't rope me into that. This it's is the Beyond <laughs> Our Service advertisers, all of our sponsors, man. They, I've already talked to them all. They said it's, we're good to go. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess I'll do Steve-O's job. Uh, Brian, do you sit or stand? Mm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, man, I forgot about all, sit, of, our, yeah, all of it. Sit or stand? Oh, we have... Stand. You stand while you wipe your ass? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a, this is a lose-lose right here. I know it is. No, it's, no, a, it's, no, a, it's, it's a serious question. When you stand up or sit down. Angles. It's angles. You're not standing sit. up. You sit. So no, you, you sit so when you wipe. Your cheeks you wipe, never you sit. leave the seat. No. Oh. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lean up. Exactly. There's a lean. Right. Thank but you. I don't stand like a three-year-old presenting myself to my dad <laughs> going, wipe my butt. Yeah, but yep. at, any point, uh, thank at you. any point in that lean, are you losing contact with the seat? Never. No. Never. I don't know how far you lean over, but not, not, not me. I'm telling you, man. It's a shallow, shallow angle. It's not really a stand. <laughs> it's a stand. You it. stand, we, and then normal people sit. Also, you're married. All right, married. good. And um, oh, one more. Married? You're married? Yes, I am married. Do you have kids? Pets? I have uh, two dogs. Okay. And a cat. Okay. 
Um, I have a blue healer and I have a pit lab mix. Nice. And we have Satan for our cat. Nice. Mm-hmm. She's really That's because it's a cat. Yep. And then I have two kids. I have uh, Adele and Archer. Um, Adele will be turning 10 on May 5th. So Cinco de Mayo, baby. There we go. And my son just turned seven in uh, March, March 17th. He's St. Patty's Day, baby. So Jeez. I got the drinking days covered, wow. buddy. Your kids are going to have Yeah, fun. those are good days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Boy, I can't wait. And last but not least, what is your favorite color? Red. Wonderful. 100%. All right. Well, that's all we got, man. That is Beer with a Buddy. And uh, Brian, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you drove you all the way to Wyoming, from Wyoming to the sh- to do the show. And that's I, the I only expect, reason he came down here. And I expect every Beer with a Buddy guest to do the same. Yeah. Every Beer with a Buddy mm-hmm. from now on, the bar has been set. You got to come and do it in person, um, whichever is further, me or Schick. Um, and if you do, I'll give you two. <laughs> if you drive all the way down here, I will give you two Beyond Our Service stickers. I did get those. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm, I'm going go, 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 to go so far as to say I will give you a free trip on Brian in fly fishing this summer if you <sighs> choose to come. So, I mean, you have nothing but, you know, the best to gain from coming on this podcast, guys. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, um, but you had to do it in person. Thank you, guys. 100% for letting me be on here. This is awesome. Great. You're welcome. Blast, so. Great to meet you, man. Thanks for coming on. No, and absolutely. Thank you guys for your service. Oh, shut up. <laughs> thank you for your service. Well, we deserve that. It's in our no, name. No, we don't. It is. Yeah, don't, it is. don't, don't it's thank him for his Air Force service. That's not the same thing. It is the same thing. Service is uh, It's beyond our service, which means we don't have to talk about our service anymore because it's over. That's true. Uh, no, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Um <laughs> We're glad that we could help protect you at night because uh, <laughs> oh. the Air Force definitely needs it. Uh, um, dude, I couldn't do special forces because I'm colorblind and you know it. And I wanted to well, do I it. didn't do special forces either. I couldn't do anything combat related and or flight line related. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Well, you couldn't be an EOD guy like him? Yeah, EOD. Let's blow things no. up being Are colorblind. Just make sure you don't cut the wrong color wire. The last thing you could be I'm, is colorblind. Guys, I don't see EOD color. Tech. I know. That's what I was. That's the point. All right, so um, see you guys next time. Appreciate the time and effort. Leave us a comment, even though that's impossible, and uh, leave us a review. Appreciate it, guys. Bye. End it. Drop it. Send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.